Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks. My name is Ben and today I am joined by esteemed Geordie Company in Mr. Matt Jousey. How are you, fella? I'm good, mate. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. You must be uh, a pretty happy chap with everything that's going on at uh, St. James's Park at the moment, mate. Oh, look, we're going pretty well. Um, a bit, bit more work to do, but, um, you know, things have really turned around and that's... Uh, Fantastic for us. Um, last few weeks have been brilliant. And uh, Southampton up next. Yeah, very good, mate. We'll, we'll dive into a little bit of uh, your thoughts on Newcastle a bit later. Um, but we'll just run through what is going on uh, the show today. So we'll quickly um, go into who, who Matt is and what his FPL journey has been. What a maverick is the scores on the doors, the Twitter league, and then we'll jump into our picks for the week, ending with a bargain bucket from Matt and a maverick. So, Matt, do you want to give us a little bit about your FPL journey? It doesn't have to be I'm a superstar, I'm the lowest overall ranks. I know that's what you're worried about, but why do you get into fantasy football? Why do you continue to support the pod, mate, as well? That'd be good to know. I dream of a year where I take on you and Cam and I get there to the top. That's why I keep going. Um, <laughs> I think I play it very differently to you boys. Uh, you boys, I think, mainly have your template and then you bring in one or two Mavs. I normally uh, I normally have two two Mavs on the go at any time. So um, <laughs> it's not a tactic that I can say works, but it's certainly a lot of fun. So I, I, I enjoy sending my team around to you before the game week and getting your thoughts on my Mav picks. Mate, I absolutely love love your uh, your teams. Um, you're a man after my own heart. I think Cam is the the template master. I'm I'm a little bit more maverick. I do have some templates in there, and then you're just literally at the other end. So I love seeing your team. Um, there's always some blockbuster picks, either smashing it out of the park or some not so good. <laughs> it is what well, it is, right? I can probably tell you my my favorite fantasy moment. It was um back when Mitrovic scored a hat trick as Fulham had just I think the United stayed up that season and I captained him and it was just like the best feeling. Have you had a fantasy moment like that where you've just gone, I'm gonna nail this captaincy pick, or you've picked somebody in your team that's just absolutely gone off? <laughs> I think I've had a few, but um it doesn't come off that often um ones that come to mind are before bowen kind of became mainstream um just saw him playing and just really liked his style and thought this boy could score some goals um and got on him really early i think that's important in fantasy football but really got on him early and he really got me a big haul so that's the one that sticks to my mind yeah gotta love it mate bowen he's yeah if he doesn't get an england call up i don't know who should like he's just unbelievable isn't he? Yeah, he's been absolutely class, hasn't he? Cool, mate. Well, we'll go into what Maverick is and what why we're picking Maverick. So Maverick is a differential pick, which is under 10% owned in this show. And if you pick them and get them right, they're going to shoot you up the league. And if you get them wrong, then they're going to probably uh, bite you in the ass. But it is what it is. Twitter League, there's been lots going on um in the twitter league we've had a few new joiners recently and tim used to be top and now he's not he's actually third so poor tim 
Um, David Mack is absolutely flying. He has 19.65 points. David Conley underneath, not far behind, 19.10. Tim back on 18.91. I am down in ninth. Matt, whereabouts are you, mate? I'm mid-table, solid mid-table, where, <laughs> where I deserve to be, mate. <laughs> mid-table, that's okay. Um, and, and how's your game week going so far? Well, well, Ben, a uh, bit of a bone to pick with you here because uh, we I send you my team before before each week and we had a good discussion about your, your mouth pick from last week. And uh, Lukaku, you've convinced me to put, put, him, put him in my team. Um, I brought out Saka, put him on the bench. He's, he's waiting in the wings and he's gone and scored 12 points. Look. It could work out very well, mate. If Lukaku doesn't doesn't kick a ball this time round, but uh, yeah, you're in a bit of trouble with me. I am, yeah, and I think, but again, I think I was sure that Lukaku would play a part in both games. Obviously, hasn't. He's saving him for the big hat trick against Norwich, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that okay. wasn't my pick. Look, this is this is a thing, though. You never know. You never know. Um, so we'll see. I'm very similar, mate. I've got Lukaku. I had Lukaku in my team. I had Dina in my team. And I didn't captain Reese James, which, looking back on it, was a genius move. However, for the players that did captain him, he's not going to get a second game. He's out for four games. So it should have been confirmed this morning. So if you do have Reese James as captain, I'm sorry. That's all you're getting. So that could help the rest of us. That's a shame. He is in my team. I didn't captain him. I captained Mount, but uh, Mount didn't do so well. So Mount, love that Mav cap. Um, in terms of the scores on the doors, Mav Mav's table, the guests are absolutely hammering me. It's eight three. Um, last week we're still in play. So Joe Willock got two points. Huang got two points. Lukaku got zero and Mighty Cash got 11. So I'm really praying on Mighty Cash doing nothing and then Lukaku just scoring a hat trick. Otherwise, that's going to be 9 3 to the guests. So, Mighty, this is your chance to uh, give the, the pod listeners some gold and then also just nail me to rights again, mate. No pressure, then, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I say that to everyone each week and I, it, the pressure just sits on me now because I'm so far behind. I think there's a, an unclosable gap. <laughs> um, I do have to say thanks to Tim last week for, for telling me about Matty Cash. So I got in on that one. So I'm hoping he has a, another great game tomorrow. Well, I I just don't know. I, obviously, I've been lucky with Dean getting COVID. I just, yeah, I just felt like Dean, you're on corners. Matty Cash has been on fire. Fair play to Tim uh okay mate well how about we'll we'll do a little maverick pick each and then maybe in the middle to break it up we'll we'll have a chat about newcastle and then finish off the rest how about that yeah absolutely let's do it right big man all first right one. first one so so this guy i have to say i think he is the definition of a maverick pick so i think you're gonna you're going to like this one, Benny. He's uh, 0.1% owned. Oh. He's only wow. scored, well, I'll tell you how much he is. He, he's 5.5. 5.5. 5. 
And he's only scored two points so far. In the whole season? Total in the whole season. Can you tell me which team he plays for and I'll have a guess? You, If I tell you the team, I think you'll get the player straight away. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's um, Brentford. Oh, Ericsson. Christian Ericsson. So how good is it to see him back on the football pitch? Oh, amazing, mate. And I, I, I actually can't believe he's still playing. Like, we all watched him in the Euros go down like that. Didn't think he was getting back up. Aguero would probably have had a similar thing. Obviously, he wasn't on the pitch. But the fact that Syria are, aren't letting him have that um, the, the peace in his heart to help him regulate it. Um, but the Premier League does. How does that work? It's Do you know much mad, about that? It's mad. Someone's obviously okayed it. So, um, yeah, just really, really a sentimental one, this. Great to see him out there. And you, you look at Brentford... Uh, so, so this pick is kind of for those guys like me who who went in early, game week 28, play, played their free hit. Uh, Brentford have got a fixture in that in that short week and 30. Yeah. So I'm looking forward a little bit to that. Um, the other thing is that Ivan Tony's back. Brentford, yeah. I think, are going to start, you know, generating goals. And, you know, Ericsson's class, you don't lose that. So I think there's every chance of a few assists in the... Mate, I, that is absolute worldy pick from you. I think that's well thought out. No, I definitely didn't think about Ericsson. I haven't. I must admit, I didn't see his last game, so I can't comment. Well, he got his much. first ninety minutes last game, so I'm expecting that he builds on that and he he keeps going. They've got Burnley next, um, and then what's the next one? Leicester away is a toughie, but you know, I think Burnley's definitely a, a, an opportunity for some points for Ericsson. Man, I absolutely love that pick. I think um, <clears throat> he's exactly the type of player you want because he will be on corners, he will be on set pieces, likely to take free kicks. He's total quality. Um, yeah, mate, I I might even steal that pick this week. I need, I need one percent of us have him, so you know he's got to be a different differentiator. He scores. What do you make of Brentford, mate? Obviously, Leeds fan, Newcastle fan here, right in the mix of it. You're pulling yourselves out, but. Um, I just don't know what to. Every time I watch them, I'm like, yeah, they play some all right football, but don't know what the style is. Yeah, don't yeah, really feel like the big addition to the Premier League. Yeah, no, they've been in three, four for weeks as well, haven't they? It's uh, it's as soon as they lost Tony in that focal point, I think that's what they they have is someone who can score goals for them up front, and they know that, and they just feed him. Mm. Um, when they lost him, they just couldn't pick up points anywhere. So be interesting to see how the if the bounce back continues or if or if they get drawn back into it. Could go either way. What was um Ericsson's price point again, mate? 5.5. 5.5. So the only thing I would say, and this is devil devil's advocate, would you play Ericsson over Odegaard that's got two games? And then, yeah, Aston Villa in the game week 30. That's what it's all about, though, isn't it? <laughs> That's what it's all about, buddy. Who knows? Let <laughs> me say that, mate, because it's so funny because um, my Maverick pick for the first uh, part of the show this week 
is Martin Odegaard. And I thought I was going to save it for a bit later on, but let's talk about it now. Mate, Comparisons. mate look, at the, look at the paper. Odegaard, 5.5. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, there you go, mate. Great minds. You're going to have to think of one on the fly here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but as a stolen, well, let's talk. We can definitely talk to him then. Um, he's 5.5, 5, 4.3% owned, scored last week. Uh, he's on a total of 90 points. So out of that price bracket, he's way ahead of everybody. Um, I, I actually thought for a while he was just a hype player that like obviously played at Real Madrid, had a bit of time at La Liga. Come to Arsenal, slide okay, but wasn't so sure of him. And now I watch him week in, week out, and I actually think he's a really good player. Um, what What do you think, mate? Yeah, I agree. And if you if you saw the goal last time out, um, what a cracking goal, linking up with Saka, mm -hmm. um, absolutely tore Watford apart and then sticks it in the bottom corner. That's got to give you confidence. And I think from here he builds on that. Um, you look at... His uh, when he scores, he doesn't score very often, is, is what I've noticed. So it's every now and again. Um, so you worry, does he disappear again? I think he's one of those players that can disappear every now and again yeah. and then pop up and have an absolute worldie. Um, which for fantasy football is always very hard because do you keep him in your team or do you take him out? Mm. But with three games coming up, I think he's got to be in, in consideration this week. Smith Rowe, I think, is. I don't know if he's out or he's, he's got a little uh, exclamation mark next to him. So uh, people might not be tempted to bring in Smith Rowe and Saka's a little bit more expensive. So Odegaard, yeah. uh, good shout. Yeah, and I think Martinelli, Martinelli's around that price as well. I don't know off the top of my head um, where he's at, but he's another price point that I, I like in the Arsenal midfield. I actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my... Money where his mouth is. I think Arsenal are going to beat Spurs in the upcoming game. Um, I know I've got a lot of Spurs fans on the pod. That Not, anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> but um, I just, yeah, I just think they're a really good unit at the moment. And I think it's taken a little while for, for Arteta to bring it all together. I think getting rid of Aubameyang has helped. Like, you can't be having your captain going off getting um, tattoos in the middle of the game where you can miss in training. What does that say? You yeah, know? it's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. I fair play to Arteta for you know standing his ground, and uh, a lot of people would have, a lot of managers probably would have uh, just tried to keep that behind, uh, behind closed doors and and hoping the uh, poisonous atmosphere kind of sorted itself out. But um, fair play to Arteta for standing his ground, and you know he's done the right thing by the looks of it. Arsenal flying. Yeah, mate, and some stats just to to back up Odegaard. Um, he's 4% owned, 4.3. His uh, FPL goal involvement is 24.2%. Uh, um, his shots on target is every 50 minutes. Big chances created is the one I'm interested in. Is 0.22 minutes, every 0.22 minutes in 90. Um, and his chances, minutes per chances created is 38.3 minutes per 90. So... You know, he, I think he's probably more likely to get you assists and goals by the look, reading on them underlying stats. And they're not over the last five games. So, you know, they're a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You can you can pick out of that what you will. 
But I still think them them stats would probably tell you that he's he's good for an assist every other game. Yeah, that's awesome. And like he's the fourth man at the moment. Confidence got to be flowing after that goal. So uh, I'll be really interested to see. I'm really tempted to bring him in. Um, We'll see. I need to look at a few things. I'm, I'm fancying my Ericsson shout, to be honest. Yeah, mate, I am as well. Look, look, I don't knock you for that pick. I really like it, um, especially with the fact that they've got gaming, yeah, gaming 30. And there might be a lot of listeners who already have a sacker or, or can't, you know, can't see, don't want to double up on Arsenal because they believe Spurs will hammer him in that game week. You never know with Spurs, to be honest. They're so... Uh... So up and down, aren't they? Like uh, Kane could just have a worldie, Song could just have a worldie, and that makes it a whole different ball game. So, mate, let's um, have a little bit of an interlude then on the Mavericks and just run over Newcastle. Well, what do you want to know, mate? We were we were looking terrible for a little while back there, and uh, I think I was the first person to to probably contact you to complain about the pod. <laughs> There was a while back there where I was getting absolutely hammered by some of the, some of your guests, uh, and you just said, uh, "Come on, the pod, defend it." Um, so you've you've given me that opportunity. I said, "Wait till after January." So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> and, and obviously that's made a huge difference. Um, but I think credit to Eddie Howe, the way he's got us playing is completely different. Um, he came in, he saw where the gaps were. To be fair. In one of the early podcasts, Cam also saw where the gaps were, which yeah. is pretty much our fullbacks. Um, and they, they, they've been the two signings for me, Kieran Trippier, and although he's injured now, and the lone boy, uh, Matt Target, um, I think he's absolutely excellent. Um, yeah. So that's really shored us up. We've stolen Big Dan Byrne, brought him back to Tyneside. Stolen we'll from, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a big lad, um, but he's absolutely solid as well. So, he's, like, I think our defence is, like, um, one of the best, if not the best, in 2022. Uh, we've hardly leaked a goal. So, uh, yeah, it's completely changed what we do. And we've always got that attack in St. Maximan, uh, who's getting back from injury now. Um, Woods come in, was hoping for a few more goals maybe from him, but... He works hard and he holds the ball up so like everyone can get around him. I think we're pretty much safe. How do, how do you feel about that? Yeah, but I think I'll, I'll have to agree with you now. Um, I mean, anything can happen. You could have a shocking run of form. Um, you lose your, your two games in hands, then yeah, it's not great. But you've got Brentford, Leeds, Everton, Burnley, Watford and Norwich. Um, Everton still have like two games in hand and you have one. Um, Everton are, re are really going to have to win them games. Have you seen their fixtures? Yeah, the last few are awful, aren't they? Mate, the last six or seven are horrendous. Um, yeah, they might be in a bit of trouble here. And there's some some other news coming out this morning around uh, around points deductions. So uh, hopefully not for Everton fans. God, that'd be pretty good for Leeds. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. We are in a right mess. We need to win a game ASAP. But you know, your performance against Leicester was was good enough to beat most teams. I think um, you just couldn't put the ball in the net, and that's what you need. You need Bamford back. Yeah, and he was on the bench, so hopefully he comes back 
Um, the one that I'm thinking have come off the boil recently, I know they've played some tougher opposition, is Burnley. I think they're really starting to look like they could be in it again. Yeah, because they, they had a bit of a, a bounce up the league, didn't they? And then, then they've just kind of gone flat again. Um, mm. I haven't really watched many of their games, but um not sure what's happened there because they were flying for a little bit. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think they just, they get, the way that they play, and they deserve it because they play with the heart and the sleeve. They have a low block, loads of challenges in the box, loads of like um, camaraderie in the team. But when you're having that many shots conceded against you, you're going to run out of luck at some point. It's going to smash someone on the arm. It's going to be, and it's going to, and football is all about timing. You know, if you get a goal just when you sucker punch someone, it can be so deflating, as we as we well know, playing ourselves, Matty. Um, I just feel like I feel like that's probably happened to them a little bit, and they're in a bit of a mess again now. Yeah, um, you look at it at the moment. You fancy those those three to stay there, um, and Leeds to pick up some points, and and the mighty Brentford, who I'm who I'm now backing uh, to to pick up some points as well, and and Everton. I think Everton are really they've got too much. Uh, they've surely got to pull themselves out. Mate, I don't think it's over for Brentford, honestly. They still have a tough run. They've got, well, this Burnley-Brentford game on the weekend could decide it all because if if Burnley, if Brentford beat them, then that's probably almost enough for them to stay up. But if Burnley win it, then it's interesting for everybody around them. Um, they've got Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham, another six-point point with Watford. Then they have Tottenham, Man United, Southampton, Everton, as well, mm. I still think they've got leads to play the last very last game. So, cool. It could be. It's going to be a big finish, isn't it? It's going to be a big finish either way. Which is uh, when you're not in it is great to see. But uh, so I'm hoping <laughs> we're not in it. <laughs> cool, mate. So let's move on to the second set of Mavericks. Who's your first one? Good question, mate. <laughs> Stitch me up here. Um, Do you want me to go with mine first? Yeah, you go with yours and then come back to me. Yeah, well, I'm going to steal another Arsenal player because I'm back in Arsenal. Uh, and it's Alexandra Lacazette. Yeah, yeah, this guy's uh, he's, he's always in and around. So, yeah, good shout. Mate, I just think he's looking good again. And I think the whole, he knows he's the main man up front. Um, 8.3, 5.6 owned. Three games. So, I think just picking him for that double game week, I want to get him in. Um, not everyone's going to get, get him, as we mentioned, 5, 5.6 owned. He's in and around the box. His link-up play is great, so he's actually going to assist more than probably score. He's on penalties, as far as I'm aware. So I love people who are on penalties just because they're going to get more goals. Always really. a chance, yeah. Yeah. Um, his stats, uh, FPL goal involvement, involvement per 90 is 35.5%. Um, his goal attempts per game is 1.7, so he's having at least two. Um, and his big, um, sorry, minutes per chance created is every 49 minutes. Uh, and everyone who is ever interested where I'm getting these stats from is a little app called Player Maker, which is really, really cool. Um, you can just click in your player, you can compare players. Um, and it's just a really uh, cool app to check your leagues. So yeah, Matty. 
Great pick, great pick. He's going to be in and around it. Got three fixtures. You know, you can't you can't complain with that. He's going to hit the back of the net, surely. Hope so, mate. Like, I'm going to put him in my team. So, so, so who are you thinking, mate, for your second pick? So, so second pick's a toughie. Uh, again, same kind of thinking as before. Going for kind of three fixtures. They're not easy fixtures for for this team, but. Um, they've got Man United away, Brighton away, and West Ham at home. So three games, every chance of there being some goals, particularly in that Brighton game. So uh, Spurs and uh, Matt Doherty. Like it, mate. He's been on an absolute tear. Yeah, he's got two assists in his last time out. Um, he's yeah picked up 18 and 14 in the last two games. So why not? Let's, let's give it a go. He's only 4.7. Uh, I actually think he's a really good pick for, for someone to bring into their team and maybe enable some, something else to happen elsewhere. So, mm. yeah. I, was, I saw something on Twitter, mate, that his XG for the last couple of games is like through the roof. Like he basically lives in the opposition box. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to back him to do something this, this time around. And, you know, Man United are one of those teams that um, they've been on a horrible run. They can either come out and, and spank someone or, or they can actually actually just fold. So uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, with uh, with Kane, Kane in the box there and see if he can whip some stuff in. Mate, yeah, Spurs are the most Spursy team ever, aren't they? Like one week slapping them <laughs> next week losing 2-0. Like what do you make of uh, old, uh, oh, I don't know, Conte? Conte is, is a funny one, isn't he? Like he's... Kind of come out publicly and like i said the players weren't good enough at one stage and i thought oh that's the end of him and and then suddenly they turn around and they're picking up results again so um his psychology has obviously worked there and maybe he's a, a smarter man than me so um i thought he might be in a bit of trouble with the owners coming out and saying things like that um mm. but he backs himself and he knows what he wants so uh if if the owners can can back him, I think Spurs could do really, really well. No, I agree. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see if he does get some support in the window in, in summer. Um, I mean, there's obviously got Kulazewski and Bentke in, in January, which seems to have helped. Um, so, yeah, keep yeah, an eye on Spurs. Do, do you think that Kane goes in the summer? If I was him, I would. Would you? Yeah, I would as well. I think City seems to be the place that um has a space for him to to kind of slot straight in but do they get the same kind of money for him as they would have got in january i'm not so sure yeah probably not but the problem just if if kane goes to city then the league's over i think i think he'll just be devastating yeah i i agree like he's um he's unreal isn't he so be interesting would they want to sell him to city as well he might might have to take a step abroad to then work his way back to the Premier League. Who knows? Yeah, but then, mate, who has the money abroad for that? <laughs> That's a good point with the Spanish teams in the the way they are. Um, PSG is probably the only team that's got the funding to do it. Um, yeah. And they've got an abundance of strikers, haven't they? So, yeah, interesting. Um, he might just hang on with Spurs and see if they can bring in some different players, but... If I was him, I'd be looking for a move, I think. Yeah, I'd want some silverware with the career he, he's had. Um, he could potentially end his career top goal scorer in the Premier League and 
Premier League winner, which would would be pretty good. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, um, obviously don't want him to hit that <laughs> Premier League target, but uh, you know it's got to be broken at some type stage, and uh, you know you want it to be someone who, who deserves it, who gets there. So I think Kane's, uh, yeah, he's already had a brilliant career. He's got a long way to go, and I love him as a player. So wouldn't mind seeing him do it. I wonder how old is Kane. Oh, he's twenty eight, mate. So he could, he could in fairness. <laughs> He's got well, a way to go, but uh, yeah, he's definitely on the cards. Bargain bucket, then, fella. What have you got? Here we go. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I've looked at my own team for the bargain bucket. Um, I said it at the start, like uh, Matt Target's been absolutely fantastic. He's uh, he's solid as a rock. He's not going to bring you in massive points on assists. He doesn't get that high forward. But Newcastle at the moment. Have not been leaking goals and um he's been picking up lots of sixes so that's kind of why i think it's very safe bargain bucket um he's he's 4.7 yeah of um, it and it is 2.6 percent owned so six percent owned nice yeah so he's he's not in many teams um yeah. but you know, I think he's a good option to look at if you're wanting someone steady just to keep points ticking over. Mm -hmm. No, man, I think that's an awesome pick and it'll be great for people who um, are on a wild card and they just need to fill a spot. Um, or if you just need to do a minus four or a minus eight and you're like, shit, who can I slam in here for a few weeks? Yeah, uh, absolutely. We've got a double game week fixture. It's not... It's not no. the friendliest. Uh, we've got Chelsea coming up, um, which I'm doubting he'll get a six-pointer there. But you never know. We, you know, we're good at parking the bus and then letting St. Maximum run. Uh, but then we've got Everton, so I think that's an interesting fixture where we could potentially come away with a clean sheet. So, um, yeah, interesting. But uh, yeah, very safe. But um, like him as a player, I think it'd be great if he started whipping in some more crosses for Big Chris Wood and see what happens. Christmas words. What do you think um, of the situation with St. Maximum, mate? Um, Newcastle getting the funding, does that mean he stays or are people going to try and pry him away? I think I think he'll stay. Um, you can see, you can probably see the project in terms of bringing in Trippier and, and um, Bruno Gamarish. Yeah. Um, pronunciation yeah nailed it um <laughs> yeah I, th I think he'll be interested in what we can do in the transfer window and and get some support around him um he's one of those players that is he's brilliant and he wins us a lot of games but it's so frustrating to watch it's ridiculous like i'd love him to be told like for the first 30 minutes you don't take a man on you just play pass simple and then for the rest of the game you're allowed to go and rip and pop but yeah, he does lose the ball quite frequently, um, and we just so before now we haven't had the defence to cope with it. Suddenly we've got that defence behind him, and it doesn't matter so much. So, but I think he's enjoying his football. Um, he, I think if the right offer comes in, he he can be pried away. I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's untouchable. So it'll be interesting to see if someone thinks he's worth the money or not. No, I agree, mate. Um, I would personally be after him because he's just puts bums on seats like yeah um, yeah he's great to watch isn't he mm, very good okay mate we'll we'll jump on to the the maverick captain this week 
And um, I've been umming and ahhing between a Spurs player and an Arsenal player because, you know, I feel like the double game week can't go, obviously go with any Liverpool player, really, because Salah's playing. Arsenal have Leicester and Liverpool and Spurs have Tottenham, uh, sorry, Tottenham. They have Man United and Brighton. Both tough fixtures, but I think I'd go Saka. I just think he's in absolutely inspired form. Yeah, he's he's in the zone, isn't he? He's uh, he's looking great. Um, he's good to watch as well. He's one of those players that um, you know he's going to do something just giving the ball. So good shout. And Leicester are leaky as well. So other than against Leeds, so, so I've been watching Leicester recently. I just they just don't seem the same team. Um, yeah. I know they've had a few injury issues and stuff, but. Now, when I'm doing my fantasy team, like before, I would like class Leicester as one of those top teams. But because the way I do it is, I kind of look at the fixtures and I go, right, well, they're going to batter Watford, pretty much pick on Watford. Oh, now we're going to have to play <laughs> some Watford fans. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so the way I do it is, is like that, and uh, I think Leicester have become uh, one of those teams that I think you know I'm, I'm never sure that they're going to win a game. So no. um, I, I always fancy. A lineup against Leicester, so yeah, um, I'm sure that'll change if Vardy hits some form again and things like that. Madison hits some form, but yeah. at the moment they just uh, look a little bit weak. Would you go against Salah this week, mate? And if you would, who you would do, who do you fancy? Now I'm I'm a bit of a yeah I, I do go against Salah and I <laughs> I pay for it. I pay the price for it. So I'm going to look a right muck here. Um. Yeah, I might go against Salah. Um, I would probably stick with a Liverpool player. Right. And then I'd probably go with Trent. I think yeah. between those two, it's hard to... You can mess about with your team as much as you want, but those two, like, there's just so many points there that it's hard to, to mess about that much. But, you know, if, you, if you've got nothing to lose and you're chasing someone else in your fantasy team, then you might look elsewhere. Um yeah. Yeah, difficult one. Liverpool obviously have the double fixture. City don't. Um, they they're normally the two teams that you pick your you captain from. Um, so yeah, I would stick within Liverpool and I'd throw it on Trent. Cool. And mate, like your uh, the rest of your fantasy mini league strategy for the year. How are you going to get yourself higher up the league? Are you going to Go for your Maverick picks. Are you going to use a chip? Have you got chips left? Are you targeting a specific game week? Um, I've gone very early with my chips, to be honest with you, but I do still have. I've got triple captain. So right, I'll, I'll wait until we we land. I might even go this week and throw it. But then, yeah, it's, it's that. Yeah, I might even throw it on Trent this week. Who knows? Um, cool. But, yeah, <laughs> back yourself, isn't it? Um That's it. Yeah, I think for me it's kind of it's kind of over in terms of I'm not going to hit those high levels. I'm not too fussed if a couple of people come past me. So I'm just going to have a bit of fun with it, and I'm going to play that with these mouths. So I'm going to I'm definitely throwing uh, Ericsson in this week. I might yeah. take a I might take a bit of a hit and uh, put one or two others in as well. Um, see if we can just do something special. Yeah, but I love it, and I feel like 
I'm in a similar position, to be honest. Like, I blew my chips early. It got me high up in the rankings. But now I'm going to have a few weeks where I'm just going to tank. And when I tank, I'm just going to be like, screw it. I'll just continue to play how I play, which is chuck a few Mavericks in it each week and hopefully come off. I love it. It's more fun that way, isn't it, mate? It is. Cool, mate. Well, thanks so much for coming on. We'll have you on again. And uh, we'll, we'll see if Newcastle continue their rise up the table, mate. Mate, thanks for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Cool. All right, mate. Speak soon. See you, mate. Bye.